If you're listening to this, you like two things, Gary Butterfield and podcast. And if you like both of those things, you should go to patreon.com slash duckvtv. Pledge to fund his new show. It's called Heartbeat City. Gary Butterfield, a.k.a. Cozy Snugglefield, sits down with a guest and answers your questions. That's right. You call in, you leave a voicemail with your relationship problem, your sex problem, your love problem, and him and his guest will answer it to the best of their ability, making you laugh and cry along the way. Again, that's patreon.com slash duckvtv. Thanks, and enjoy this episode. Wow, amazing me. If we let him. It little profits that an idle king by this still heart among these barren crags, matched with an aged why 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 I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where me and Gary talk about every single episode of the X-Men animated series from the early 1990s. Gary, we're back. Uh, I am back, really baby. loving. I'm really loving the end of the season. Can I tell you that? <laughs> yeah, it's back, <laughs> it's, baby. It's, it feels good to be at home, man. Like this is the X Men animated series that I know and love. These two episodes we're covering today: Nightcrawler and uh, Weapon X Lies and Videotapes. Uh, <laughs> it's just so, are so good. Like they're both really, really great episodes. They're, they're good and also stupid in a way that I, I really love. Like it's like um, that good stupidness that happened with um, the bad Savage Land episodes we had, where it was like it ended with you know the gigantic lizard fighting the gigantic rock man, um, mm-hmm. but it, with better subject matter. You know, it, like there the, there are just like the things that happen to this, or like it's like a flashback to the. Um, I was gonna say that because it has like museum scene. Like there's a lot of like dumb downtime in these that I think is very fun, um, and I'm 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 here for it. I'm like, I'm just, I'm extremely here for it. Um, these, uh, if you're looking, if you're you know, watching your DVD or looking at your torrent or whatever, these were not, uh, these are the end of season three, but they were actually aired in season four, I think. Um, yeah. Some, the, there's something the, weird about that. Yeah. Yeah. The, these are, these are shuffled around. So, um, maybe we won't get back to regular numbering, uh, next season. Um, <laughs> there's going to be some things missing from it. So just so, so just, everyone knows, but You'll just have to trust us on it. That's going to what has to happen. Go look at uh, daysoffuturecast.com slash schedule. Um, and I, I, at the start of every season, I go through and document which episodes you're going to be covering, which, epi- which epi- episodes of the podcast you're going to be covering, which episodes of the TV show. So if you're watching along and you're like, oh, hey, there's a new Days of Future Cast coming out this Saturday, then uh, yeah, go, go, go to that site to see which ones you're going to need to watch to keep up with us. Yes. Yeah. Um, they're very good. I'm way into getting into them. So yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, let's get into them. Let's, let's, let's jump it, into I'm, it. I'm hot to fucking trot when it comes to these episodes. <laughs> I'm a race car in the goddamn red uh, for this episode called Nightcrawler, um, where Gambit, Rogue and Wolverine take a ski, ski trip to Germany. <laughs> While on the trip, uh, Wolverine hears reports of a demon hiding in a local monastery. And after investigating, finds the mutant Nightcrawler. Fearful of his appearance, the, t- the town folk attack him and burn the monastery where he lives. Determined to help this new mutant, the X-Men set out to convince the townsfolk that mutant kind should not be feared. Not true. <laughs> None of that happened. Yeah, no, yeah, like, uh, this is, uh, 
there's so many things. This is I, I took notes. I almost never take notes, but these episodes like engaged me enough to where I didn't have to like play an unrelated video game at the same time or okay, thing. okay. Uh, so I got notes, and I'm gonna cut in with those every once in a while. We get to these, and the first one I just have is cat owl, uh, right? Because there is a weird. <laughs> it opens with this weird cat like owl. Uh, it's so bizarre and like this this the setup here with the music that's playing and everything like i have it in mm. my notes that it's like we're, we're basically opening on dracula's castle like this feels like it's out of i just watched the first episode of that new castlevania anime and it feels exactly mm-hmm. like the opening for that castlevania anime <laughs> like it's exactly mm-hmm. like all the big organs and then every time uh uh nightcrawler is on screen he you get this like big vocal thing that's happening <laughs> the music for this show is so bonkers like it's so crazy yeah. i really really wish we could get like high quality uh like just original source material Straight for rips. this thing yeah. yeah man it's so good like yeah. that dazzler music is super good i have like a four the minute dazzler cut of that really and good. i love it <laughs> <laughs> the, the the question that this opens up with is when the fuck are we like why is this an eastern european <laughs> village in the 1600s <laughs> jeremy like it's so the weird is this a time travel story like it's very weird. And also, the main villager is M. Bison. It's totally M. Bison. Like, I'm so it's glad M. Bison you said from that. Street Fighter 2 like, with a blaster. It's really weird. And, like, and yeah, like he has a blaster, but all of the other people are just carrying like pitchforks. Torches. And torches. Yeah, torches and fucking pitchforks. Like, <laughs> and throwing it's bricks. The end of Frankenstein, but what are you, what are you guys doing? It, Somebody it made is, sci fi Frankenstein gear. That's what this is. It is. It is. <laughs> It is sci-fi Frankenstein starring the X-Men. Uh, <laughs> and it's as, it's as good as it, it sounds with that. Like, and this, you know, so to be fair, like less than the Nimrods in the audience haha, uh, are, uh, you know, waiting to write in. Like this is Nightcrawler's origin pretty much this first part. Like he is in a weird Eastern European village in the seventies for some reason. And it's just Chris Claremont not understanding that like the rest of the world advanced in time. Uh, you know they're not they're not stuck in the you know in frankenstein times because frankenstein was was written there it feels Um, like a very western thing to do with just oh there's castles over there i guess everything is probably still castle castle time right just because there's a castle there it's all toiletless villagers (laughs) exactly Uh, so this is kind of a typical, you you mentioned it, this is Nightcrawler's origin story. Like he kind of shows up at the top of this like tower or whatever. And the townspeople are already rabbled up for some reason. Like they're already angry and mad. And, uh, he, he is seen by this like local woman who actually has a name. They they go out of their way to name her towards the end of the episode. It's like Henrietta Mm -hmm. or something. And, uh, she of course like freaks out and it's like, Oh, there's a demon. It looks weird. Kill it. And they just start chasing Nightcrawler through the fucking streets. (laughs) It's so mean. There are mutants. Right? Like, is this like, this is what Europe does instead of Morlocks? You know, it's like, like, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, have you seen fucking Sabretooth? Like, there's people who look a little bit different. Like, you know, it's so weird for them to react like they've never seen a superpowered creature, you know, that looks a little bit different before. Like, it's rural Germany, but not so rural that doesn't have a ski resort. So, <laughs> with a bunch of Australians in it, just talking yeah, about the local well, the, local gossip, which I fucking love. <laughs> during these two episodes, like accent watch is a real thing. Like in in multiple places, I'm just like, whose accent is this? What is this accent? <laughs> like, especially in the next episode, but it it shows up here as well. I read a uh, a great anecdote from the uh, guy that voiced uh, voices Wolverine. 
And um, he said mm-hmm. that the voice actors got paid extra for uh, doing any kind of side roles. So if anybody said like, oh, hey, can somebody sound like a New Yorker? Everyone would, regardless of whether or not they had that voice, it would just like, oh, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. would try to get it first. So they get mm-hmm. a little extra money on the side. <laughs> so that's why you hear some real wonky stuff sometimes, I think. It explains an awful lot. Mm-hmm. The, um, so, so they're chasing Nightcrawler around um, and Nightcrawler is just, you know, trying to get away. And this is kind of like well shot. Like they show his eyes like glowing in the darkness. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he can stick to walls now. Yep. Sure. Why um, not? That's, that's not what Nightcrawler can do. But here he's like literally wall runs for like a block. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's got those, uh, and, uh, those weird feet. Like they do a real good job of like capturing his like weird hands and feet. Like these little three pronged things that he's got going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I guess they're they just assume like. Toes. Well, I guess so, but like, do you think your hand should... is a five pronged thing? I do sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I learned the word prong before fingers. I was a weird child. Okay, <laughs> like, 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 like <laughs> Autumn, would you take my five pronged thing? <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah i guess they just assume that like because they look weird like they can stick to stuff like spider-man's apparently can do no matter what it's extremely um, weird it's it's and very he doesn't weird. teleport until the end like it's you know he could teleport to get away like earlier and just like you know fucking dishonored yourself up onto the roof and these these yokels won't know what's going on but he doesn't do it until the very end when he's about to get stabbed and he almost oh. gets uh, he almost gets scythed, but he acrobats his way over after the yeah. over the scythe, which I think is just really hilarious. <laughs> like again, he gets shot at by a laser, and then someone comes at you with like a like a like a actual like farm scythe, <laughs> not even like a cool the beginning like, of Resident Evil Dark Soul scythe. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's so weird. Um, it's it's you know Nightcrawler's uniform is awesome. Nightcrawler is awesome. It's very cool to see. Mm-hmm. It's just goofy. Yeah. But then we cut to like. So we're going to spend the next 10 minutes without touching back on Nightcrawler with just Gambit, Rogue, and Wolverine's ski adventures. And this is so the content I fucking crave, dude. Like, this is so fucking good. This, because none of them want to be there. Like, all of them are having a bad time. (laughs) What? Who planned this vacation that everyone, like, oh yeah, we're going to go to the ski lodge in Germany. Like, we're going to fly. Here's what happened, Jeremy. Is the, the, the chore wheel that shows who takes care of Gambit <laughs> landed on the space between Rogue and Wolverine's name? Just that the line? So they both had to do it. Yeah, they, but they both had to cancel plans. So, like, nobody's happy here except for Gambit, who's only unhappy because he thought he was going to be able to, like, skeeve out on Rogue. Uh, but this is a great Gambit episode, dude. Oh man, there's th- this gives really good gambit, and Wolverine has some really great lines here too. Like he's he's real mad about because she's like because Rogue says something to him to the effect of, uh, "Hey, hoser, I thought you liked to ski." I guess referring to that episode in season one where he shouts Heather a lot. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> he's like, "This is sitting around drinking cocoa and getting funny looks from rich people." And I'm like, "What are you? <laughs> what are you, you guys? Look normal right now. You all look normal." Yeah. <laughs> uh. When uh, when they're hanging out and doing this, Gambit picks up his cup to drink his cocoa and charges the cup yeah. for a second, and then drinks out of it. That's not how what the Gambit's fuck is going on. <laughs> I wanted I wanted so bad for him to take a drink of that coffee and just have it explode in his mouth, like it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was like a, a, like you put a gusher in there. Like that's what I was looking for. Saying. Yeah, gusher. I kept saying wanted to say. Uh, a bottle rocket and i was like that's a different thing he can't say bottle rocket it's a zero zero prong to candy is what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, you know that Gambit has used the term mouth prong to refer to his tongue before. <laughs> <laughs> I got my I got my upper prong and my lower prong, baby. Come on, we can go, we can do First this. You charge the prong. Uh, <laughs> the um, it's it's very good that that he does that. Um, and the, the what sets our action in motion here is Wolverine is super bored. Over here, he saw Australian guys uh, talking about a demon in the local village, and is like, "We're going demon hunting." <laughs> it's like, okay, this is the kind of thing the X Men do. Um, you know, like this is this makes sense. Sure, um, yeah, this so is then, exactly what X Men would do on a vacation to Germany: is overhear a rumor and then go check it out just in case. Like, <laughs> this is it's so dumb. And then they decide to ski there. That's and, and yeah. the, the idea is so dumb that they put they wrote Rogue saying. Shouldn't I just fly us over there? Because <laughs> they couldn't. Yeah, and Wolverine just has a comeback for everything where he's like, what's the matter? You can't handle the slopes. You know, or something like that. Every time anyone questions any of his terrible, terrible decisions, he just like throws it back in their face. And then uh, Gambit. Um, so at some point in my notes, I know he says gumbo fun. Like at um, some point where he's like, you know, what does he say that relates to so, gumbo fun? So when, right? when Rogue says, maybe I ought to fly us there. What? And spoil Gumbo's fun? Ah! Okay, so we don't ski much on the bayou. Okay. Referring to, and that's when uh, we see Gambit shakily skiing down this hill, and then, of course, just falling ass over a tea kettle and just like. And just crashing. into a tree. Well, no, he's, we're not, charges, to, the, we're not to the tree yet. Is, he's, we, has, ah! we, we have two accidents here. He crashes once directly into Rogue. <laughs> then he falls down again as he's trying to get up. He, he refuses the help. Rogue's like, do you want me to help you up, honey? And, he, and he's like, no, I'm a big man. I can do it. And then he falls into the tree and literally <laughs> charges the tree up somehow, which doesn't make any sense. Which, which it cause, exposes the tree and causes an avalanche. Like, this is... This is this is going on. This is happening. Yeah, this is just... It is... It's so bizarre. Oof. We get this... Uh, did you notice the gratuitous ass shot from Rogue, by the way? When, uh, <laughs> they, I, 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 I didn't. I, I, I was looking down at my zipper. Yeah, of course you were. Yeah. Um, I was looking down at my lower prong. <laughs> your lower prong. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they. this is all over the place in, in tone and weird. Like, And once this avalanche happens... Um, or no, not even then. At some point, Wolverine gets thrown, and like he's like complaining, like he's out loud talking to himself. Of oh like, man, the man can just stare down apocalypse without breaking a sweat, but he you know can't ski down a hill or some shit. <laughs> and that's when he he got buried uh, in the snow for a second, and then bust his claws to <laughs> burst out of the snow. It's, it's fucking snow, Logan. <laughs> There's like, a, I can do that. There's never been uh, this. This show is so inappropriate for Wolverine's powers because they never show him actually cutting anything except cyborgs. So if there's no cyborgs out, but they he shouldn't be popping his claws all the time. Like he would just be better served like punching people. But he's always popping his claws out. Yeah, yeah. It ends up becoming actually like a problem during the like the big fight in this episode where it's like he's trying not to kill people, but <laughs> there's a really easy way not to be, you know have indestructible <laughs> exactly. knives attached to each of your hands. It's so it's uh, it's so over the top, and I, I again like this is the kind of you you said it before. This is the content that you crave. Like this is the show at its best for me. Like it's I, <laughs> it's just so goofy and weird with these characters, and I, I can take that. If they had this exact scene and uh, 
whatever dumbass Dark Phoenix X Men movie they're doing. Like I would be so happy, right? Like just give me this, but with um, oh yeah, the the vampire chick and um, Hugh Jackman <laughs> and whoever they get to play Gambit. <laughs> Aren't they doing a Gambit movie with some, like Channing Tatum or some shit? Yeah, give me those three They've in been, a room. That's been yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I wish that this this episode they never got to the village. They just kind of kept trying to get there, but kept having like mistakes on the mountain. You know, increasingly like silly things were like you know they they would do things that I would do if I was there, like you know, like fall off the mountain or like you know get get like frostbite or uh, you know hit their head on a, a ski lift, things like that. Like I wish that this whole episode was just you know, uh, and it was to be like X-Men, you know, colon snowballs with a Z. <laughs> and it was just, <laughs> like, national lampoons presents X-Men's Christmas yeah. vacation. <laughs> cause it's it just, it, it spoils the pacing so much. And it's cause they just, they just have one other scene after this or like two other scenes. Mm-hmm. It's a, not a whole lot happens in this episode, but they just need to have this extra drama that makes no, you know, no sense really. Yeah. It's, 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 order, it's a bit weird here. I'm kind of yeah. picturing, um, like, Wolverine trying to get to the top of the mountain in the ski lift, but he weighs so much with his adamantium bones that he just stays in place and like causes a backup. And now there's like 10 ski lifts and that are cycling around that can't move anywhere. The rogue's just like, Shug, you got to get off the thing. A man doesn't get off a ski lift until he reaches his destination. You know, really just like, and Gambit walks up with a bunch of fully charged cocoa. Like, Gambit brought the hot chocolate, keep you warm, yeah. <laughs> what the Cajun? <laughs> just go back and forth forever. Uh, I just wanted to loop as them. Those three, like those are my three characters that I want to just have fuck this up. And then every once in a while, you call into Scott. That's what I was. And exactly. then Scott has <laughs> like, Scott has words. Or what are you doing? Yeah. There's a mutant in the town next door. That's why we sent you to Germany. What are you doing at the vac- at the ski lodge? <laughs> I gotta work on my bunny slope. <laughs> what are you talking about? Stop saying one liners for the love of God. Um, yeah, it is, it's, it's extremely the content I crave and the rest of the episode is very good too. But my, I was like, my jaw was on the floor. Like I was beaming during the ski nonsense. Like it's so good. I was so happy, like so happy. And then later just like gamut, you know, he hurts himself really bad during this. Also later he gets shot. So if if you like, if you don't like gamut, this is a really good episode because he gets really hurt. Like and he's kind of checked out for oh, most man. of the episode. Like at one point he tries to get back into the fight and he's like, and they're like, are you okay? And he's like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Just need the room to stop spinning. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, go lay down. You have a concussion. Why were you included in this episode? Um, <laughs> other than just to be the, the, the super cool X-Men who keeps hurting himself and falling over. Like, um, so they, they make it eventually. So rogue finally like flies them out. Uh, mm-hmm. and if, once they land rogue or Wolverine takes them to this, like again, Frankenstein times, um, this like old monastery castle. Um, they take him in, uh, because Gambit's, you know, hurt. And it's like, we take in anybody who's hurt. We had a lot of people who are skiers who get injured and come and recuperate here. Which the idea of that is hilarious to me, by the way, like that they're just hanging out by the ski slope, waiting <laughs> for somebody to break a leg and be like, come to our castle. They're like a fly trap, you know, it's just like there's, a, and there's then, no way they're not eating these people, Gary. There's no way. <laughs> well, this part where like they notice that rogue has tits. Just oh yeah, like, yeah. Again, like I was like, what is happening to the pacing of this episode? Like, that's the kind of joke me and Jeremy would make. Like, you know, where we could be like, man, it's so weird that this this order of monks like just has this woman here. They probably pop tons of monk boners. 
but then the show does it. Like the show actually is just like, you mean I'm the only woman here? It's like, yes, you'll have to dress more modestly, you know? And I'm like, man, they're addressing it. Like this episode is doing the work. (laughs) Yeah. You You can just present. I didn't expect. We could just put this, like the first 10 or 15 minutes of this episode into this podcast. And I don't think people would really notice a difference for a while. Mm. (laughs) Like, like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, they they do all of this stuff, and then there's like Wolverine basically interrogating them for demon knowledge, like and basically saying like I heard there was a demon locally, and then everybody freaks out and and, and just <laughs> where when did when did Wolverine get this weird demon hunting boner? <laughs> where like Wolf, like if you think of things that like define Wolverine is hunts demons, one of them because he he cares about fucking two things in this episode. It's like hunting demons and how much he hates God. Man. Like, I feel like there was another Super- episode that presented this this Wolverine hating God situation too, like where he was having some a crisis of faith. I can't remember which episode it is though, but man, they lean into this hard because once we finally meet Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler is the preachiest motherfucker on earth. Like that's yeah. all that that dude talks about is the Lord and the Lord saving people and his origin story. Like that's his two topics of conversation. He's like a guy, he's like a CrossFit person who's also a vegan. He only has two yeah. things to talk about. <laughs> It, it is. It's actually that's the one thing that I think is kind of a bummer of this episode is it's not a very fun portrayal of Nightcrawler. Yeah, like Nightcrawler is a very fun character, and this episode is very fun, but he's not fun in it. Um, so so that you know, at this point, like the monk says something like, um, the reason like atheist Wolverine pops out is the monk says something like, uh, uh, you know, God must have been watching over you to bring you to us, and Wolverine's like, God wasn't there when we got into this mess. <laughs> So he, his point is that God caused the avalanche that your idiot Cajun friend caused, <laughs> or something like that. Like, did God make? Did God trip Gambit to trip up the stairs? I, I guarantee you, um, Gambit is not a product of the Lord. He is definitely the product of yeah. uh, of the Satan, <laughs> of Satan's prong. He's got a multiple prong plan. One, his son. Oh, like, you know, Lucifer. Two, I'm never going to be able to say the word prong again. <laughs> It's a good word, man. Um, um, so this is where uh, Rogue decides to go check on Gambit, who is like, basically, she, it's they've said, like, he's hurt. He's going to have to stay here for a while. Like, he can't do anything. So she yeah. goes and checks on him and finds an unknown person trying to, like, kill but, Gambit. Burn his face off with acid. For, like, like it, it no definitely, reason. Like, Why? He's trying to, like, his, his, the way he's going to kill, he, like, takes this cloth and dips it in this stuff, and then it starts smoking. And later when he throws the pot, it, like, like fumes everywhere, like it's burning. Like, it seems like he's trying to rub this acid into Gambit's face until he dies. This monk like, thinks that Gambit's too pretty for this world. We gotta ugly you up, <laughs> son. <laughs> like, you're too blonde. Um, this is man, really weird, it's, it's, because, cause, like, even throughout the rest of this episode, like we learn who this is. There's a, there's a monk there that doesn't like the fact that this monk is sheltering nightcrawler, which is fine. But I guess, is this the setup for that? Like, is this trying to turn the monks against nightcrawler? Because dude, you don't look anything like nightcrawler. You just look like a normal fucking monk. I think that they, I think he just doesn't like that. There's outsiders. Like they're dressed, you know, weirdly. Um, but I don't know why he tries to kill Gambit. <laughs> it's a, it's a weird thing. Like if the idea is he's trying to frame nightcrawler, that's real strange because Nightcrawler can talk and stuff. He's not, <laughs> you know, like, he's not like a monster or anything. Like he could just say like, no, I wasn't there. I was over with Paul. Remember that? And Paul could be like, yeah, me and me and brother Nightcrawler were hanging out. Um, you know, um, So I don't know what the idea is, why this guy's trying to kill Gambit. It's very strange. 
so but rogue rogue luckily enough like comes into this and then uh the, the guy like throws his acid pot or whatever at him which like smokes it all up and so she kind of gets blinded rushes past and then she gives chase and then immediately realizes i can't run or fly in the, all these monk clothes so i'm gonna take that off and like there's a monk there that's like oh no and i'm like yeah. dude <laughs> where were you at with this gambit situation over here like <laughs> why are you getting all up in arms about the her full body you know bodysuit or whatever so someone's hucking acid the uh you, you i swear you cannot see anything and this is not a very revealing rogue ally. Uh, outfit so as she's uh she's chasing nightcrawler pops out um, or no she uh, she's gonna fall as she's chasing him mm-hmm. um she starts to fall off the roof uh but nightcrawler saves her and then she gets super scared of his face and wolverine is going to summarily execute him. <laughs> you, you scared my like, teammate so now you're dead guess who one of your best friends is wolverine sasquatch <laughs> guess who one of your other best friends is puck like you have a lot of like weird freaky friends also you're, uh, five you're also foot friends two with and your hair is six foot four like maybe back the yeah. fuck off a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit <laughs> like, you are used to people looking like weird like you know the morlocks you know the morlocks you like you party with you. leech yeah, you, you had Christmas with the Morlocks. What are you? What are you doing? Like, and he just—he literally is going to swing his blades. Like he's again summarily execute Nightcrawler. It is so weird. Um, but he teleports away, of course. Sure. Um, also, and this is this is uh, a side note because I misheard something, but it's really great. Where he has uh, Wolverine or Nightcrawler's hopping around. Wolverine gets mad and he says, "Like, try hopping over these, pal." <laughs> Uh, and I swear I heard dry humping over these, pal. <laughs> <laughs> like, Good. And it, and and just th- all this together, I'm like, what is going on? Like, I am in a tizzy. This this Wolverine aggression is just hilarious to me. It's like he kind of got fed up because um, he, he just he got like sold some god stuff, and he's like, I'm I'm done. Let's kill this demon and get out of here. Like, what? How does this make sense? <laughs> I, the, uh, I, the I don't I don't believe in God, but I do think all demons must die. I do I don't believe in. <laughs> Christianity, Christianity, but I do think there are demons, and I think it's my duty to kill them with my adamantium claws. What a what a weird thing for for Wolverine to have such a heart on about, and uh, and and this gets a little weirder because the there's a monk that comes in and like breaks the situation up, and it's like no no no, brother Nightcrawler is a good is 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 welcome here. He's a monk, and I'm like, excuse me, did you just say brother Nightcrawler? <laughs> is that his name? Why not brother Kurt? His he's got a real name. I guess he talks later, and he doesn't actually have a real name. Like they I guess they just named him Nightcrawler, and it stuck. But seriously, brother yeah. Nightcrawler is two words. I just I love it so much. <clears throat> yeah, he 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 keeps his circus name. Once you once you get a circus name, you keep that circus name. Uh, so he he tells his origin um, where you know he didn't like unlike other mutants, he's always looked like this. Uh, it's Mystique is his mother, which is a big reveal for this. Like they could have done that something with that later. Um, it was a big deal when they revealed that in the comics. But uh, Mystique is chased out of town by these villagers with baby Nightcrawler. Sticks Nightcrawler in a river. Uh, through, through against literally all odds, he washes up on a circus and not, you know, in a waterfall or just doesn't wash up at all. Or, or not in like or, an alligator's yeah. mouth, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's just this impossible biblical story about Moses that's just not true. Like, nobody has ever done this. Nobody's put a baby in a river and the, and the baby has been okay after that. Yes. Like, it's just never, ever or, happened. Or just lands on a river and no one finds it. There's large yeah. stretches of river where, like, outside of hearing distance of humanity, like, it's very, very lucky that that Nightcrawler survived and ended up in a circus where his talents were used for good and he becomes the wonderful Nightcrawler or the fantastic Nightcrawler, learns a bunch of circus shit. It's also pretty weird to me that when, like, the day that 
apparently mystique had a baby in like you know middle germany or whatever central <laughs> germany uh it just ignoring the mystique part but uh like apparently the day that she was giving birth like the villagers were already riled up like they were ready to torch this kid outside before he had even popped out <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's, do they do that for every birth like because you know people just have weird case. traditions yeah just in case like if you have a demon baby remember we're gonna have to kill it <laughs> Open. Yeah, good it, luck like heaven for friend if you live in germany and you have a cleft palate like the, this, Jesus. this like mob of yokels is going to set you on fire. So M Bison is going to come after you. It's like he's, yeah. he's like Kramp, he's Bison. like Krampus. <laughs> Good night, oh um, brother Nightcrawler Gary. Just want to keep yeah, brother, saying brother that. Nightcrawler man. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then so there, you know, we'll, Nightcrawler is like kind of doing his like preachy spiritual kind of shit and wolverine's like super not having it as we mentioned mm-hmm. he's like hyper dawkins mode in this whole thing yeah he's he's aggressively like you know uh don't give me that easy answer god made me like this he did all of this stuff to us you're nothing but a mutant like all this stuff and it's and to be honest with you yeah I, I, i'm not as you might know i'm not a huge fan of religion um but like i don't i don't do this but man like after a while like nightcrawler started wearing on me in this episode it was only 22 minutes long like shut the fuck up you don't know what i've been through (laughs) he doesn't present a very good argument he's like his his counter argument is god works in mysterious ways and it's possible that you have these claws for a reason but then this episode is paired with the next one that showed just the incredibly profound torture (laughs) that wolverine had to go through (laughs) to get here mental and physical torture that he had went through yeah uh, like it's it's literally like we're gonna fake trauma and expose you to it all the time so we can turn you into a Manchurian ki- you know candidate, and uh, it's very hard to like just have Nightcrawler be shrug and say God works in mysterious ways. Bump 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 bump. Like I think Wolverine kind of has a reason to be kind of pissed about this. And um, um, it's at this point that the show realizes that there hasn't been any like uh, punches thrown in like five minutes, so we have to we have to mm-hmm. juice up this action and uh, our. Our brother, I've, I, I named him Brother Tattletail, who uh, is the guy that I guess probably tried to kill Gambit. But he goes out to tell the villagers, "Oh yeah, since you guys are already, you know, you're just pre-mobbed all the time. Like this is what your eight o'clock mob hangout looks like." <laughs> um, by the way, the demons at the monastery. So they start like literally, they pick up like a tree and start like use it as a battering ram to get in this monastery. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so dumb. Yep, yep. Um, yep. And and so they're hanging out and they're like. Uh, you know, the, the, the mob is coming, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, what do we do? And everyone's acting worried like they're not fucking superheroes. Like Wolverine's like, you know, uh, 50 to 3? How are we going to handle that? And it's like, man, you like you can do 50 people on your own, Wolverine. This is you, buddy. But Rogue, Rogue can fly and has super strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is you forget easy... that you have someone who can literally lift all of you out? <laughs> like, and who's also invulnerable. Like, you can shoot Rogue and nothing happens. Like... You know, like you, you've forgotten that you were X Men. <laughs> yeah, you, you you spent too much time at the ski lodge, and you just became a normal skier. Yeah. That's the problem. That you've happened. forgotten the face of your Xavier. Like it is, uh, <laughs> is definitely what what's happening here. And there's a scene here too where uh, Wolverine is like freaking out about this and talking to Nightcrawler, and Nightcrawler's like, um, "I was put here to to teach them the error of their ways." And then he, immediately after that, Nightcrawler says. And I need to leave. And I'm like, wait a minute. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> How'd you go? <laughs> I have, I have um, to leave. But P.S. I will teach you some stuff later. 
Um, but there's there's some weird art in this scene. I don't you, you may not have been paying attention, but uh, like Wolverine's eyebrows branch in two or three different places over <laughs> there's eyes. I'll try to find a still of it because I think it might be the cover art. But like it literally like they go just multiple directions across his forehead, which I find very <laughs> hilarious. Wolverine's uh, hair is never not good comedy material, is what I'm saying. Man, um, so they actually they break in with this battering ram uh, thing, and this is kind of a fun action sequence, like. The idea here, like, the X-Men can fight, but they can't really hurt anybody, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so and this is this is right before this is when Gambit tried to be like, you know, he's like, 50 to t- 2, and Gambit's like, 50 to 3, Gambit is up for anything. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> starts, like, falling down. So just to show that. And then he does try to help. He throws some cards down on people before they break in, and then they shoot him, and he goes and lays down again. <laughs> he's, he's just gone for the rest of the episode. We don't even yep. really – we catch up with him later season, in, in fucking France. <laughs> so, uh, <Yeah. laughs> um, this is that. This is what you were talking about. These villagers break in, and Wolverine pops his claws, and – you know, we, we covered X-Men 2, and there's a really great scene in X-Men 2 where the uh, the, the soldiers raid Xavier's mansion, and he gets to go, like, fucking mm-hmm. full berserk mode. And you think that, like, I would think something like that's going to happen, but of course they can't because it's a cartoon and it's aimed at kids. So you get just multiple shots of villagers advancing on Wolverine with, like, pitchforks and him just chopping the pitchforks, like, smaller and yeah. smaller. And the vid- villagers don't stop. Like, they're like, no, no, we can still push you back. And I'm like... Who the fuck is this like farmer guy? Why aren't that, you scared? Yeah, that like this yeah. guy has he's he has claws for God's sakes. <laughs> I, well, and yeah, they, they of kind of yeah, Rogue Rogue poses as if she's in a painting, and then once they come in, she pulls the painting and like this tapestry and and catches them. But then they grab her arms and she absorbs their minds, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Oh, it's demons. We have to do this because of God." So the idea I think is that they're in like a religious fervor. You know, and that's why they're not scared of Clawmon, you know, like yeah. Claw Monster, who can kill all of them without blinking. Um, it's it's very like it's you know it's a little much though. Um, eventually, of course, this inevitably leads to uh, Brother Tattletale um, and Nightcrawler um, ending up in this library, which like at some point gets set on fire, and them kind of having this philosophical <laughs> fight. Yeah. Where he's, um, you know, the guy thinks that he's, you know, killing this demon and the demon's going to lift this curse or whatever. And, uh, and like Nightcrawler basically just turns around and is like, look at this. You set the library on fire, not me. And the guy's like, oh shit, I did. I'm sorry. Said, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what? And then it continues to be on fire and nobody really cares. It, it keeps happening until eventually, um, or th- that's after he was going to fall and Nightcrawler saves him. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So yeah, like, he's going to fall and Nightcrawler, he's like, well, finish me off demon. And he's like, I, I, I can talk. Like this entire time I've been telling you that I'm not trying to kill you. Like, why does it take this, you know, from you to believe me? Um, but then they just kind of stand around for a while while it's still on fire until we just cut to like after the fight uh, the monastery is burned down. All these people have lost their homes and, and Wolverine's like, you know, well, the ski this, lodge you know, lost didn't his hospital. That well. <laughs> yeah, ski, ski, yeah. Now when you, when you go down like, you know, the, the, the killer, the killer slope, like you're, you know, you have nowhere to go. Um, and like Wolverine's like, oh, that was great. And Nightcrawler's like, no, it was good. You know, it. it uh, guess we lost the monastery, but we taught him a lesson. Um, and it's like, really? Like, it seems like, I don't know, man. I think that this value proposition's not great uh, here. Yeah, we can, and, we can, uh, we can. It's just uh, like stone and mortar. Uh, but the foundation that God has laid into us today is is even stronger. And I'm like, 
homie, like God's foundation that he just put inside you does not keep the rain off your forehead. Like you gotta, yeah, exactly. It's winter. It's extremely winter. It's extremely winter. There's a ski lodge next um, door to this castle, which is still super weird to me. And and then uh, Nightcrawler does the thing that, yeah, you know, you never want a religious friend to do, which is give you a Bible where he's marked certain passages for oh you. Oh my God. Yeah. This is the worst chill, chill form out, of a mixtape. Like this is like somebody making yeah. you a mixtape of just the worst <laughs> songs. <laughs> It's 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 just uh you know songs from the Garden State soundtrack. Like, it's it's making somebody a mixtape and then recording yourself talking about the song that's that, that's going to play right oh after my you God, get finished talking, yeah. right? Like I chose this wow, song. I yeah. chose uh I chose Purple Rain because I think oh, that it embodies the <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot that that's I, I'm sure I'm guilty of that but I forgot that I even used to happen like that's rough um, oh yeah that's not a that's not a good place to be Gary <laughs> <sighs> so let, let's let's sum this up in, in Paris because this uh this Paris scene is in, in just unexplainable to me because <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden Rogue and Gambit are like sitting down at this cafe and Ro- and Gambit's having the best time of his life. He's like, we should live it up every day. You know, nobody's here for any reason. We, I'm, I'm eating some shrimps and some ice cream at the same time. Cause I'm fucking li- <laughs> Remy LeBeau and I can do that. <laughs> I came to Paris to eat shrimps and <laughs> eat some ice cream. And I have a lot yeah. of both. <laughs> Doing some, some shrimp affogato. Uh, you know, pretty, pretty disgusting. Uh, but then Rogue is just like, uh, like God, I can't believe I'm alone with you. Where's my, where's my co-pilot and taking care of you? Walks in on Logan in a church who's praying. Um, so I guess that's the arc. I don't yeah, know. I <laughs> guess this is all to teach Wolverine like, uh, like how to love God or whatever. Because he's in this church alone, like reading from the Bible. At, a, at like, I don't think they actually put Jesus on the cross, but like, presumably, like in any church in France, it's weird. It's find, Magneto, like, a, actually. So it's a crucified Magneto. <laughs> It's very strange. <laughs> it's very weird. I mean, if your body is made of, if you have metal in your bones, your God is going to be a guy that can control metal, right? Like you just, that's just well, given. Yeah. And, and, uh, if you have metal in your bones, there's no way you're going to crucify it. Or if you're, if you're Magneto rather. Like, yeah. There's no he's way that's uncrucifiable. Happening. Yeah. yeah. And, 100%. um, he makes like this prayer to God and, uh, and then the rogue leaves in tears because of it. And then that's just the end of the episode. And I don't, like I haven't watched ahead. Like I just watched these today, and I man, I don't think that this is going to get. Like, are we going to get like some religious <laughs> shit with off. Rogue? Yeah, I, man. I, what a weird thing to like. Hey, we've got this character, and we really, you know, he's he's small. He's he's got this weird dark past. He's got this crush on Jean Grey. Um, let's give him a religious problem too. Like, let's really complicate this cartoon up and have to do a bunch of like quasi religious sim- symbolism stuff. What are they doing here? What? Why? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's really misguided and doesn't play off. It's not good serialized tele- storytelling at all. Yeah. No. So yeah, let's uh let's talk about Nightcrawler. Kurt Wagner mm-hmm. himself. Uh I feel like I feel like the movie version of Nightcrawler, like our X-Men 2 version of Nightcrawler, I think they based him heavily on this version that we just got finished talking about. Like with the religious symbol <laughs> the religious stuff, the kind of like weird guilt stuff. Um I feel like all of the X-Men movies, like uh, since this was the only visual 
medium. Like this was the only like real X-Men thing that had been in the world besides the comic books. I feel like a lot of this stuff got drawn, but Nightcrawler especially for some reason. Did you did you feel that way at all? I'm just kind of curious. He's like a cross between this and a cross between um, Ultimate Nightcrawler, um, who has like the weird um, like dark past kind of part of it. Like Ultimate Nightcrawler was part of the um, Weapon X program, which they didn't do in this, obviously. But it's that same kind of like, um, you know, uh, 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 dark past guilt kind of mm-hmm. thing, which which doesn't come across very much in the comics at all. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think we've gotten a really great version of Nightcrawler in another medium. I haven't watched X-Men Evolution enough to say, but he does tend to be like, ang- like people pick up on the religious angle rather than like the contrast between his deformities and the fact that he is, uh, you know, pretty happy and go lucky, you know, happy and go lucky, not happy, go lucky. He's a bit more, he's a bit goofier in um, X Men Evolution from what I've seen of it, which is only like the first like maybe five or six episodes. Um, but uh, the weird thing is they make him carry around a device that makes him look human all the time. So I co- yeah, I, I constantly forget that it's Nightcrawler. <laughs> like when I was That's... watching it, it was just some like brown headed dude, and I was like, who is this guy that keeps hanging out with Cyclops all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Cyclops is buddy Brett. Uh, the, uh... The um yeah the the in, in the comics they have that like the image inducer thing mm-hmm. but it's such a problem because it's like that's one of the interesting things about Nightcrawler you know but they wanted to make them like be able to go hang out at bars and shit so yeah they had to make him disguise his powers but like it's kind of a bummer I think you know I think that the interesting thing about him is that he maintains this attitude in the face of what is actually like a very difficult life mm-hmm. um. And he ends up like the more angsty you make Nightcrawler, the less into it I am. Like uh, he had his own comic in the early kind of mid two thousands that I read for a while, um, and it was kind of him as like a paranormal investigator for some reason, uh, and it, it didn't really work. It was not like lighthearted and good. You know, he's really good in a team book when he's having fun. Yeah, like um, I, my ideal uh, Nightcrawler is him like basically just as like a he has a sword on his belt and a jaunty hat and yeah. is and is doing the whole swashbuckling routine and like really really living the life like i can see that nightcrawler would be like one of those dudes that wants to uh like, ex- like be on a role play server on an mmo right like he wants to be like mm. he wants to live the life <laughs> and not just yeah. not just play yeah. at it so i pre- i appreciate that a lot i think he might be dead currently Oh, really? Uh, I, uh, I just looked Such up the wiki, w- and there's an entry that says, Nightcrawler now resides in heaven. So Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like, but it continues. That's the beginning of the paragraph. Resides in heaven, where he was somewhat of a loner. Despite enjoying paradise, Nightcrawler, man, comics got weird while I was gone, continued to feel as though he had unfinished business. Um, yeah, because I think he, he died in some kind of, like, you know, uh, uh, big event thing. And I remember the people reading about it and thinking it was kind of shitty mm-hmm. that they killed him. Like it wasn't really worth murdering him at the time. It's real shitty that you um, can go to heaven and get mad about it. Like, you know, cause that's what, that's yes. kind of the basis for ghost is like, Hey, I'm going to hold on to this, this, this realm and I'm going to slowly like lose who I am and become this angry, vengeful spirit, God or ghost thing. So I'm going to start haunting people and I will eventually get violent or whatever. But, like, if you can go to heaven and still be pissed off, like, that's lame. Like, I thought that was the whole promise. Like, the, if you go to... Yeah. Has he been hitting the Bible that hard? And then you get up there and you're like, well, I mean, it's good, but, like, you guys really don't have any AC in here? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that sucks. <clears throat> yeah. It's uh, it's very surprising to no. me. I can't remember how he died, too. I think his he, his arm was in something when he teleported. Um, Yeah. This, this fandom entry is nuts. Because the entry right before him in the afterlife is Wolverine goes to hell. 
And it's like, oh, okay, Wolverine goes to hell at some point. Oh, Jesus. Um, Comics are dumb. Nightcrawler is the basis of... Uh, so one, I talked about this before, but Chuck Austin thinks Nightcrawler has two dicks. Um, he's uh, also the basis... That's all right. Um, he also is the the worst like comic book story that Chuck Austin did, where Nightcrawler's dad is literally Satan who mm-hmm. goes to Earth to create a bunch of baby teleporters to teleport him to Earth, uh, so he can take over Earth. It's extremely dumb, <laughs> homie. You were, I mean, like if if you can get yep. your dick up in Earth, like you're already on yep. Earth. <laughs> like just go be doing. Yep. Don't, please don't have sex with Mystique and have a bunch of weird teleporter babies. Like just like go do your thing. <laughs> Save us, save us, save us all the nine months of, of stress. That is the, uh, uh, that is the plot hole right there. And his dad is that guy from X-Men first class. Like, you know, that weird, like squad of loser mutants that only show up in X-Men first class. But like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, are not very good. It's a, it's the Satan figure in that, like a Zazel, mm-hmm. the weird Satan looking guy. That's supposed to be his dad. It's pretty dumb. He has a dumb origin, but like, I still really like Nightcrawler. I think he's got the most interesting power. He's always fun to play in video games. Yeah. Um, when mm-hmm. you can be Nightcrawler, like, uh, he's real good in like ultimate Alliance and, and X-Men legends too. And shit. That was on sale so, recently and I came very close to picking it up and I regret that I didn't. So I'm very sad. Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Like the, the, the remaster is not much better than the original one, mm-hmm. but it's still like very fun. Um, the, uh, though those games are very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Nightcrawler is good. I wish better things had been done with him. Like he's, but I think he's better as part of a team than as like, you know, I don't think there's a lot of like the definitive night store Nightcrawler story to tell. I think he's an ensemble guy. We haven't really, we haven't seen any, any, anything on Nightcrawler in the new uh, timeline of the the movies, right? Like since first class, we haven't seen anything about Nightcrawler. No, he, well, he was in, um, the, yeah, he was in the new one. Yeah. 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 I forgot about apocalypse. Did he, did he live at the end of that? Yeah, but he was not interesting or good in that. Like, he was just a weird subplot for them to go find him in the the fighting rings or whatever. That's a shitty movie. Well, <laughs> sorry, I just got reminded about annoying apocalypses. I just yeah, I just googled yeah. the images because I could, I literally cannot remember what Nightcrawler uh, looks like in that movie, and I just saw um what apocalypse is like weird PVC foam outfit, and I'm just like, oh god, I cannot yeah. wait to have to watch that again for you know. Yeah, he Ugh. looks like um he looks like a young kind of shittier version of the old uh the one from X Men Two. He's like emo version of that one. He did, He's got did, a real, like, with like this, home over kind of thing. He has a super emo haircut. Yeah, this is yeah not great. No, not my fave. Um, yeah, poor Sophie Turner. Um, <laughs> that's Nightcrawler. I wish that there like it's hard for me to think of again. I can't think of like the definitive Nightcrawler stories. I just wish that more things have been done. Yeah, like when I think about him, I think about him and Kitty Pride and those like early, uh, not X Factor, but is it Exiles or X? What the ones where they're hanging out with Captain Britain over there? Uh, Excalibur. Excalibur. That's what it is. I couldn't get there. Yeah, Yeah. like that's that's like peak when I was doing my reread. Like that that was the best Nightcrawler stuff. And then there was that one where he's like the weird fantasy thing where like he's in a castle or something, right? Something like that. That was fun. Yeah, but you're right. He doesn't really work as a solo character. No, I don't. I don't know what he w- would be. These are the tales of um, moving on to Weapon X lies and videotape. Tormented by memories of his hidden past, Wolverine sets out along with Beast to the Canadian government facility where he gained his adamantium skeleton. 
There he discovers everything he knows about himself, uh, which uh, isn't that much, is actually wrong. That's a really weird, so, weirdly worded sentence. Um, also, yeah, yeah. gained his adamantium skeleton made it sound like he leveled up and then like got a new, new ability. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I've been, we've talked about this episode a little bit, um, or this episode title a little bit. Like, I just could not believe that they, like, made a reference to this, this super weird movie that's about sex and, and psychologists and stuff. Um, but it's a surprisingly apt title. Like, Weapon X Lies and Videotapes. Yeah. It's literally the three things that are in this, this thing. <laughs> it, it, it's, uh, it, it is, uh, he's, he's right. And it's actually, like, for, like, a Wolverine mythology episode, pretty good. You know, um, we finally get that, uh, and we get to play a lot of like, what fucking accent is this? And we get to finally get a Maverick episode. So you can stop saying that guy in the background. Maverick. Who are you? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the guy with the, the, uh, I got like the French German deep voice accent. Well, yeah. This dude's voice. I think it's supposed is to be Canadian, but so bonkers. I have no idea what it yeah. is. Um, I, I have a note in my thing. And it's just in all caps and it's just, what is Maverick's accent? Yeah. Yeah. Like I was so. the whole time I was like, what the fuck is this dude trying to say? I could barely even understand what he was saying when he would talk, but mm-hmm. which is fine because he only has like four lines and they're all like Wolverine. <laughs> like they all start with, the word Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of times it's and, and ends. <laughs> um, um, so is this a result of the, the ski trip? Like, did he, does he go through this, um, uh, the, this mental breakdown because he found God? Do you think? I, I, I mean, maybe because, uh, it was Xavier talks in this episode about how all of the work that he's done, like all of the things that he's done to try to help him cope with these, these weird past memories are, has broken. And now he's like lashing out at people around him. I could definitely see like a, a come to Jesus moment, fucking with that dude's mental, whatever, whatever crazy ass shit Xavier's been getting up to in that dude's head. I can definitely see like a belief in God fucking with that. Mm-hmm. Fucking Xavier, man. It's very weird. Cause this didn't like seem to, there's no evident reason for all of his programming to like, just go away. Yeah, and the the episode kind of makes it sound like it just happened naturally, and then um, like the end result of this is they go through a door, and the guy's like, "Oh, you made it here, so that means that your programming went away, which means now you have to die." I'm like, "Do you actually have a plan yeah. for this? <laughs> this is really weird." They they definitely did somehow. Yeah, but it's super strange. Wolverine and Sabretooth are fighting over uh, Wolverine's extremely stereotypical uh, Indian girlfriend, whose name is Silver Fox. Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. And uh, they realize it's a dream, so you know he wakes up and then he starts lashing out at the X Men. Uh, there's a moment where he like kind of lunges at Xavier, and Beast jumps over and picks up Xavier's entire fucking floating wheelchair and then jumps away, which I really liked. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Good work, Beast. Like you're you're doing your job. Your protect Xavier job is yeah. is, is real good. Um, well, and I like Gene does the um, like actually like you know move Scott backwards. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of good powers here. Yeah, yeah, like puts him in that teleconnect shell and just kind of shunts him backwards. Because Wolverine is scary. What something that happens here that always happens with Wolverine is his arms are are strapped down, uh, and then he pops his claws and then is able to break the restraints, even though the claws have nothing to do with it. He doesn't cut through them. It looks like he does, but that's not where he's being restrained. It's just he pops his claws and then can just like raw and just like get through it. So you would think that they would like be scared of him. They know he. You know, I, I just feel like he should be in like a floating tank. He should be in that Iceman tank. I don't know. Um... Man, I don't, I don't want to get too into this, but now that you're sitting here thinking, now that you've said that thing about the, because it does happen to Wolverine a lot with the when his arms are strapped down. Do you think when his claws pop out, like he his upper arm or his lower arm or whatever that part of your wrist area is called, 
like gets thinner now that the claws aren't in it. So now they, oh, okay. that, that gives him maybe some leverage to do that. Like, does that make sense? <laughs> You're trying to get a no prize. I, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> leaning for a no prize on this one. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense because it's um, they have like well they have like sheaths though, so the sheaths would still <laughs> be there. God, we've talked about it before, but you know those sheets are just filthy. God, yeah, they're so yeah, gross. Full of bacteria. We, we literally saw him <laughs> chop off a turkey prong, prong. turkey leg the other day and say the word turkey. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... Yeah. Ugh, God, that's so gross. Yeah. Those are some dirty prong holders, is what I'm saying. <laughs> those three prongs he has in each of his hands. Uh, uh, each one comes from a place of sin. But um, um, he jets. Like, he, he, he basically loses his mind, um, jumps in his Jeep, tries to run Beast over, and just fucking leaves. And uh, Jean Grey... I love this moment with with Jean Grey. She goes into his room to try to like find clues or whatever. Uh, goes into his nightstand. Yep. So, sorry to cut you off. Mm. I don't want to give you gift homework. Mm-hmm. But the moment where he runs out of the room, the animation fucks up and he gets sh- he shrinks as he goes towards the door, <laughs> and it's really good. Um, it's it's worth calling out because uh, I noticed that I ended up watching it a couple times. I'm like, this is a real bad thing, like with perspective, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just him going. And shrinking down to like half his size before he leaves. It's really funny. There's a couple animation er- errors in this episode that are really great. Yeah, there's, there's, especially with Beast, like there's some flips that Beast does that are just bonkers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no sense. So, anyway, so Jean, Jean Grey. Yeah, Jean so, Grey. so she, she walks into his room, opens up his nightstand, finds six billion pictures of herself with like Scott's face scribbled out. <laughs> totally ignores that. And they're like, oh, wait, this picture probably means something. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You live next door to that. That's weird. That is not adult normal behavior. Like that's, he is scratching your boyfriend out of your pictures. And it's, this is not the era of Facebook. He had to go find these pictures, right? Like this is somebody, he yeah. had to go take these pictures or he steal, had to develop them <laughs> or he had to go steal film from you and go get these developed by like a friendly, a friendly person, man, it's yeah, just so yeah. weird. His obsession with Jean Grey, just especially in this is just really not in this, but in just in this series has been really, really weird. But she yeah. she finds a picture of him and um, uh, Silver Fox next to uh, a car that like he calls Baby. I think at some point, like he has the car named, or maybe it was Jetta or something. It was, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's yeah. just a, it's a it's weird like moment because you find the car later at the Weapon X facility, which I find just like there's so many cars at Weapon X, like right, like that they're, they're yeah. still working. <laughs> there's a hole in the side of this facility, and there's a working truck on the inside. Like it's just what it's. A- yeah, it, it, it's a place that's very rich in information that nobody acts like it is. Like, it's still <laughs> functional, but nobody acts like it is. I'm surprised, like, AIM hasn't hermit crab their way in there. Seriously. Um, no. Or William Stryker, right? X-Men 2. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Wolverine makes his way back to the facility where he gained his uh, adamantium claws, as the uh, description says. And we get the same... Like, this is the third time we've seen this scene in the series. In, the in Weapon three X. different episodes. Yeah, like the, yeah. Yeah. We, Wolverine he, with the weird like tech helmet and mm-hmm. yeah. um, except this time we get like some some more flashbacks of this which I think is actually kind of cool like him being trained is kind of a neat thing where he's wearing the helmet and you get like the first person perspective it's goofy mm. it's super goofy like it looks like it looks way worse than just him using his normal eyes but it's still kind of yeah. neat like that they show it to you from that perspective it could be way worse it could be um, yeah yeah so the, again they're training him to be like a kill bot Mm-hmm. Um, Beast shows up, uh, and he's he's got his like Wolverine handling gloves. What what um, are these? This is so weird. <laughs> it's like these bulky <laughs> leather gloves. It's like 
It, 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 he looks like uh, out of something out of a fucking Blizzard game. Like he looks like he picked up some loot on the way in, and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> plus three to my tennis quotes. <laughs> like he's, he's got best loot equipment. Exactly. Like, yeah. He's only found that fucking loincloth, that tech backpack, <laughs> and these gloves. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird character they do with Beast. Um, this is also uh, the part where Wolverine says, I can't remember how how Beast introduces it, but he says something to Wolverine, and Wolverine says, I got my bones here. Which is- <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I think that's really it. Beast is like, we must go. I got my bones here. It's like, okay. Okay, Wolfie. We'll have it your way. And this is where he um, stumbles onto his old car, which, again, the Weapon X facility is just has on hand for him and um, yeah. starts having memories of Silver Fox and, like, Sabretooth showing up and fucking their sit-up as they're carving. There's there's a running theme of uh, Wolverine acting like a four-year-old or, like, a 13-year-old and carving his initials and names into stuff all around this property, which I find very bizarre. Well, if you if you had claws, like, my name would be on everything if I had an team <laughs> claws. <laughs> <laughs> just like i'd write my name on on the world you know uh it'd be one of the first things i do so you know in the flashback saber shows up but then he shows up in real life mm-hmm. and they get in this fight um you know it's a standard wolverine and saber fight until we get a flashback to, to saber childhood um i want to talk about jebediah creed a minute um because well, we're, not, we're one, not quite there who's yet jebediah the creed haven't we established who uh saber dad is we did. Um, we're not quite to Jebediah Creed though, because this first flashback oh, is to uh, Omega Red. So, oh, you're right, right. Sorry, yeah. sorry. We're, we're we're getting there. Sorry, mm-hmm. I apologize for that. This is just the the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the old Weapon X team where it's they're fighting Omega Red and they're all kind of dressed the same. It's a little bit annoying, but it's Wolverine, Sabretooth, Maverick, and Silver Fox all dressed up in these like kind of shitty tech outfits fighting Omega Red. I actually, I, it's weird that you say that. I kind of dig these outfits. Like there's solid black with some like some weird like '90s belt things happening, but. Like I dig the fact that they just look like a paramilitary force. Like they look like terrorists, which is what they are. Yeah. <laughs> like I wish the X Men would maybe look like terrorists every once in a while because that's what they are. It makes it weird that Maverick's choice is that when he doesn't have to wear this, he goes and dresses what Maverick dresses like. Like it, you know, it's, it's it, it mean putting this as their uniform puts everything they choose after this into relief. Like these are all choices. Exactly, and that's pretty weird. Mm-hmm. It is. It is very weird. But th- this is pretty much a standard. Omega red fight. But the kicker is, uh, as they're trying to get out of there, once they get, there's a, there's a MacGuffin that they pick up somewhere along the line, but, um, uh, Maverick and it's like the, it's like the C C disc or something like yes, that. Yes. Like I wish I had made yeah. a note of what it was called. Cause it was really bizarre. And it was also written on the thing that they pick up, which I think is really handy yeah. if you're a terrorist trying to steal it. <laughs> like <laughs> go give me my wallet. It's the one that says wallet written on the side of it. Um, Mm-hmm. But they leave uh, Maverick and Silver Fox behind. Like they they close a door and they don't let them back through or something. So they presume them to be dead. And Wolverine's real fucked up about it and blames Sabretooth for basically allowing his his Indian girlfriend to be killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So the you know then we we go back to the uh, to the present. They do some more mm-hmm. fighting. Did you notice this Wolverine... flip that Wolverine does? Did you Did you notice this? Uh, <laughs> Probably not the specific flip. Where uh, there's a lot of flips in this episode. There's, there's a lot of flips. Uh, Sabretooth is laying on his back on the ground, and Wolverine does like a little flip and straddles him, and then holds up his claws. And it's <laughs> Gary. I, I mean, I can't see, I can't see erotic stuff everywhere in my life, but it looks a little erotic to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not Pierce yet, pal. Welcome to Prong Town. Um, <laughs> so they're they're about to. He's like, I'm finally gonna kill him once for all, which is not gonna happen. 
But then Maverick and Silver Fox show up because uh, everyone's being drawn here. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's going to turn into a big fight, but then eventually it's like, hey, we're all ha- having headaches. We're all being dro- driven here. Um, this is actually the facility where they gave us our fake memories. Exactly. Um, and they have like little, yeah. uh, basically like sets built up, right? Like with when, when Sabretooth sees his, which is the next thing that happens, um, he sees like his childhood home. And that's where, this is where Jebediah Creed comes into it. And, and yeah, you're absolutely right. Who the fuck is Jebediah Creed, Gary? <laughs> we, we, asked, it's a, it was a very important plot point who Creed's, who Sabretooth's father was in, not just in the comics, like in the show, like they, they use the Cerebro DVD player to show him to uh, the friends of humanity guy that he was his. Oh no, no, that's his son. Never mind. I got, I got confused. I got sons and sons and, and fathers. Oh, up. that's right. Okay. So that was Sabretooth's kid. Creed, okay. son, but his dad is this guy who has this, like this fucking accent. Like, mm, yes, you will find that we, you know, he's, he's like a real like mustache twirling European villain. Jebediah Creed knows how to get the wickedness out of you. No, please. Please, Pa. Not again. I'll be good. Like, he sounds like Vincent Price or something. Like, you will find that you are wicked. Like, <laughs> it's very strange. Super, super it's, strange. It's, it's over the top, too. And then uh, we we immediately find out that, like, so they're planting these fake memories and... and Beast just happens to find the video. Like he, he finds like yeah. like their I guess their pitch. Hey guys, yeah. <laughs> the Kickstarter for Weapon X. <laughs> exactly. Like, this is definitely the Kickstarter video for Weapon X. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really that's a great idea. Somebody needs to make that YouTube video because that is just a a really man. That's great. Um, and it just explains everything. It's just, do we have a name for this guy, by the way? Because they don't really mention a name. But he's oh, just a bald. Uh, it's like it's Cornelius. Is it Cornelius? Dr. Cornelius. But yeah. this isn't um, this isn't Lady Deathstrike's dad because he was just he, he just happened to be on hand. So that wasn't this dude. Um, it was a yeah. Was a no, different this dude. is this is yeah. This is yeah. I think this is Doctor Cornelius. I think this guy's name. Yeah. Um, he explains everything. He says like we were specifically creating these traumatic memories so that we could uh, basically control your subconscious and only. And make you think that you're living normal, happy lives until we needed you to go do some some crazy military like invasion bullshit, and um, yeah. which is which is super creepy and bad. Like I don't like any of that. Um, but what is also super creepy and bad is that Beast, who is separated from the group, he's in like a control room while they're on like in the set place. Basically, just says a Tennyson quote out loud to himself, and then <laughs> at the end says the word Tennyson. Lie, which is half a truth, is ever the blackest of lies. Tennyson. <laughs> Who are you telling that to, Beast? <laughs> He's got to say his sources even in dialogue. I mean... Like, even to himself. I, 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 haven't, uh, I haven't called Beast insufferable in a while because he's been kind of entertaining me, but, like, literally quoting your sources out loud to yourself is pretty fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's wrong. Um, so this is where... I'm a little confused of the, the thing. This is where they go to the door, right? Not, not quite. So this is where we find out that... Um, the beast finds a second video, so we, but we okay. get we get video number two, which explains they made that, a stretch uh, goal. They were exactly, <laughs> <laughs> and their stretch goal was literally giving saber teeth adamantium. Bones. Yeah, like if we make it a little if we, if, funny, we'll make yeah. two Wolverines. We're we're going for five thousand, but if we can get ten thousand, we'll make we'll make a second Wolverine for everybody. <laughs> just, just you wait, and saber tooth like is kind of into that, and so this is all just them kind of exploring the facility on their own because Silver Fox finds this door that all four of them need to open. 
Mm-hmm. Like they, it's a genetic scanner that all four of them can put in their their code. And Beast is like, this is a trap, you idiots. You yeah, know, Be- Beast says, carefully takes off his uh, fucking morons. His plus three gloves and like puts his his paw <laughs> on it, and it just doesn't recognize him, which I found hilarious. I just it's so yeah. weirdly detailed <laughs> that they take off all like, they, all of them have to like take stuff off for to to get scanned on this door. It's yeah, really weird. And yeah, really, they really they all like one one by one get identified, and the door opens with Beast the entire time saying like, "This is a terrible idea. What are you guys doing?" Yeah, <laughs> but we have to know. They go in. It is just looks like more facility. Mm-hmm. Sabretooth immediately says, "There's nothing in here," uh, but it is full of computers. <laughs> like he doesn't understand. Like, it's like, what are you making? What did you expect to be in there? Like just like a like just big you know seventy two point font on the wall. Like the you know the story of you. Like it just it just looks like more facility. There are screens. There are computers. Everything. And eventually, this throws a third video that just says "video" at the beginning of it, uh, which, which I, I really, really enjoy. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and this is the trap. It's saying, if you made it here, the only reason why you'd make it here is because you rem- remembered everything. Um, we're reactivating something called Talos to reprogram you. And then Talos pops out, and Talos looks like the executioner a little bit. Like, it looks like a shitty, it's just like a like a, a real dumb robot uh, that, like, you know, has, like, axes that it generates out of its wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got rocket tits. Like, it is It is a it totally it is a has really, rocket really tits. dumb rocket. Yeah. Bad robot. The rocket tits, Gary, are hilarious. Like they, they just come out of his nipples, and one of them at one point gets blown off, so he only has one of them, and it's like a gaping wound where his nipple would be. Oh it's so God. weird and bad. I don't like it at all. Um, but the actual, the actual action here is pretty good. Like um, the these mm-hmm. number one, uh, Silver Fox takes over and just starts bossing everybody around, which I think is super dope. And she also calls Beast yeah, Blue, Blue Boy. Boy several times, which I think is also yeah. super dope. Um, yeah. but they, they kind of work together as a team to take this thing down. And like, they, you know, set up this whole like string of events so that they can then put some thermal paste or some shit in the, the back, this thing's back and exploded, which, but it's, it's dumb. It's a really dumb looking robot, but it's like a fun action scene. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so eventually they fight it. Of course they fight it. It's, you know, just an action scene. There's not too much to say about it. Um, they do get out Wolverine and Maverick shake hands. Sabretooth runs off to do Sabretooth shit. There's a good line. Wolverine, like, he's like, where's Sabretooth? Wolverine goes, like, I give a rip. You know, something like that. <laughs> uh, but then, like, Wolverine uh, is just like, hey, Silver Fox, we just found out that all our memories are fake. However, we were not fake because I carved our initials in that stupid tree. And in the, the facade, there was not initials. And she's, you know, reacts appropriately where it's like, you know, we're, we're kill bots and I haven't seen you in, in decades. Like, that doesn't fucking matter. Like, I'm out of here. You know, but yep. he's he's still jonesing because he need he needs the the tang. Regardless of you know what happened, you know if even if you actually carve something into a tree for me, like number one, that's not like the deepest devotion of love that you could possibly do. And also, like mm-hmm. I was under the influence of like mine ottering <laughs> bullshit <laughs> at the time. Like I don't trust anything that I was doing back then. Like maybe they were just making me feel like I should be with you because I had a shitty dad or something. Like I, I you know I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to hang out with you. Um, I, I, I do want to, there's a moment when they're fighting, uh, this Talos robot where I, they finish him and then another one pops out of the ground, which I found very, very funny. Um, mm-hmm. and then they, they do something and beast has to basically pile them into the back of this truck and then drive them out of the facility, <laughs> which I, I think is really, really good. Um, uh, like thank God beast is around. But then when they, 
when they're saying their goodbyes and you know they he silver fox goes off into her spaceship car that's just right there like that was <laughs> that was really fucking weird uh maverick just disappears and then um if they pan the camera back to the blackbird and they're picking up the truck into the bed of the Blackbird. And I'm like, oh, that's how Xavier gets all of his cars. He steals them. <laughs> he steals them. <laughs> this makes way more sense now. <laughs> Just they even have like a little picker, like a little crane to pick it up into the bed and the bed or into the belly of the uh, plane. It's hilarious. Uh, that's that's very good. And, th- and that's 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 really it. You know, uh, and then they, they pan out and Wolverine also carved the name on a tree. Uh, like a new tree, like a, a third, you know, like an, a foreseen, an unforeseen extra tree. Yeah. So Wolverine is, is way into carving their names. That's that's what they did because they're 14 and uh, Wolverine's not over it. And that's like literally the end of the season. <laughs> like it's just like, oh, you know, see you it. next year. <laughs> no big. Yeah, like, like, why didn't you end on the Dark Phoenix saga, dog? <laughs> like have a four episode build up. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's very weird. Like it, it's it, this ends up being a very weird season, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, on the whole, like generally I like this season. Um, I don't know where it stands as far as the other ones go. Um, it's probably not as cohesive as season, uh, season one. Um, but it's the, it's best when it's these weird little short story things. And then also has some of the, the worst episodes we've seen as well. You know, it, it, it's, it's high highs and low lows. I think like, you know, yeah. high highs is uh Cyclops getting run over by a dude in a wheelchair. Like that's, that's pretty up yes. there for me. Like, that, that's a good thing. Yeah. And then, but then we had to do two whole episodes in Savage land. So, which had yeah. its own good moments, but it's still like 40 minutes of Savage land bullshit. Um, yeah. But I think, I think especially towards the end, like we, we finished the dark Phoenix saga and I think the dark Phoenix saga on the whole was, was pretty good. And then we went right mm-hmm. into uh, orphans end and then uh nerd jug. And th- th- I think both of those were great. Those are and good. then these two. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, Real I'm, fun I'm feeling ending. pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this. It is a, an anticlimactic ending for the se- for the season, but I mean, with the numbering on this stuff, who knows what they were actually trying to do. The uh, next season begins with Trevor fucking Fitzroy and his little little weird slave bantam. So look forward to that. Like it's going to begin. And next season is the one where Bishop hangs out in the time stream a bunch <laughs> and yeah. like has a weird little inter intergalactic imp that he argues with a lot. So look the only time um, I, I like time travel stuff, but I really. Like, if he's going to have somebody that he argues with a lot, I just wish it was older Bishop, right? Like, I just wish that we had a yeah. Bishop that was telling him, like, you shouldn't do this. Like, because <laughs> I did this two weeks ago, and it was bad. <laughs> I don't know. Bishop. One of, the, one of the descriptions, one of the episodes next season, Love in Vain, Wolverine witnesses the crash of a spaceship carrying horrific humanoid insects. Okay. Great. It's really, uh, really, really bizarre. I'm into it. Um, what are we doing to finish out this season though, Gary? What else we got on the docket before uh, we start those episodes? X-Men 3, X-Men United. Yes, it's or finally X-Men here. The Last Stand, rather. I cannot wait to uh, just really get into that Kelsey Grammer beast, because that's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that being pretty special. I toss those salads, I want to scramble those fucking eggs. Um... <laughs> It's uh actually I remember kind of liking a little bit of X Men Three the last time I watched it like I think it has a pretty strong opening um, sequence I just it gets so caught up with the bullshit between Wolverine and, and Jean Jean Grey that I'm I'm thinking it's going to be a, a drag to finish um so hopefully some sort of booze will help with that problem and have, <laughs> keep me entertained 
Um, definitely won't that, hurt. After that, we're going to do a feedback episode. Um, I'm very confused about our schedule right now, but I do know we'll be recording that feedback episode at towards the end of August. So if you're listening to this and it's almost the end of August, you should go ahead and go to Days of Future Cast and then go to the contact form and fill out that contact form and get in touch with us. You can also hit us up on Twitter, DOFC Podcast. We'll take DMs and or ats over there and I'll save those for the feedback episode. But yeah, ask us any questions you want to about the X-Men, any prompts, anything that you want us to... Um, talk about X-Men related or I guess, you know, just comic book related too. like, just, you know, give us a shout. We'll talk about everything. Yeah. Whatever you like. It's up to you. Do you have a podcast that are, that are, that's about prongs? Like, let us know. We'll give you a shout (laughs) out. Prong cast. (laughs) Give give us your prong cast. Um, yeah, that is going to be real fun. So, so hit us up with those. Um, other than that, you can support us on, uh, if you want to support us, you can support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Um, even a little bit of money every month makes a big difference. We got stretch goals and, uh, rewards and all kinds of stuff you can scope out there. Um, we'd love it if you gave it a shot and then, uh, writing, uh, reviews on iTunes is still a big deal. That helps us out quite a bit. It's a, it's ridiculous that it's a big deal, but it, because it's such a pain in the ass for people to do, but if you have iTunes and you can manage to get to their stupid screen to let you do a review. It would really, really help us out. And it actually just, it kind of exposes the show to more people. So mm-hmm. I, think yep, yep. I think that's pretty much it. Um, I've been Jeremy. That was Gary. We'll see you next week or no, we'll see you in two weeks with X-Men three. Boom. Boom. Boom.